Hello there. So, uh, my goodness, right. So this is basically, I need to record this to just get out of my system because I'm really sick of telling this story to everybody. And it's just a quicker way for me to just say it one last time. I can just sort of point people in the direction of this recording just so I can be like, do you know what? I'm just sick of it. And, um, yeah. So I don't know what I've said about this person before, but I've mentioned I, I, I work in a coffee shop and I once had a customer come up to me and uh, she was visibly upset and she said that um, I know what you, uh, she said about uh, the, her family members had recently been dying and she knows that um, I've got connections in the Middle East and basically alluded to the fact that I had uh, killed her family. Um, obviously, this woman was mentally ill, and it's very upsetting that when this sort of thing happens. But I'm just glad that she um, she was she still comes in actually. This lady, she's obviously got the help that she needs on this kind of stuff. But um, you know, she just I don't know how th- this person suddenly started having these delusions about me, but it happens. Uh, a couple of episodes ago, I mentioned that uh, this old man neighbour of mine invented stories about me and my wife. So I've had that. That's two occasions. Um, and now there's a third occasion now, but this one's actually a lot more serious. And, um, so that's why I've, you know, I've had a bit of a shitty week because of it. A shitty, a shitty week because of it. So basically this, um, this man has been coming into my shop and he's, he just keeps himself to himself. He has a, like a, a, like a cappuccino. He'll sit there for hours and he'll basically charge up his phone and, Basically just sit there and listen to his music and his headphones. Um, a little bit loud, but you know, he's not really, there's nothing against that and no one's really sort of mentioned it. Uh, you just smell a little bit. That's been mentioned a couple of times, but you can't throw something out for smelling. And how can you sensitively say, oh, that person smells? So I've actually had no actual real reason to, um, throw this man out for any other reason. Just, you know, just a, a man who comes in, he buys, he buys, as soon as he spends upwards of maybe 10 pounds a day, on just on just coffee and you know that's whatever and i started noticing after about a week from doing this he started getting a little bit weird and um so basically he started just being more sort of rude and again i deal with a lot of rude people and it's not really an issue people are rude all the time to me i don't really pay much attention to it and one of my colleagues started having a conversation with him and he basically said that he's uh he's camping in a nearby dog park um, cause he's off the grid because the government are after him and all that kind of stuff. So I thought, well, obviously he's not, you know, mentally balanced, you know, so that's not the act of a normal person really. But, um, talking about all the different bits and pieces, started uh, mumbling about chemicals and, you know, there's been a chemical spill nearby and all these chemicals and, um, the government being after him. So it's obviously some sort of paranoid. Act behavior. I'm not going to try and um, give this man a diagnosis here, but anyway. So uh, another week passes, and I think it's the uh, there's a terrorist attack in London, and uh, I noticed him. He came into the store and was like literally just staring at all the pictures of all the the carnage and the the pictures of the dead terrorists that were in the in the news and he was just literally just staring at them and all this kind of stuff. Literally just, I don't know. It was, just, it was unnerving because I know that, you know, in the previous history of him, uh, coming in and saying all this mad stuff 
And like I say, obviously he's mentally ill, so I didn't think much of it really. Um, so, uh, you know, it's sort of time passed. And then I noticed that he was actually displaying the pictures of the dead terrorists in our window. Like he actually was prominently displaying it so people would walk past and see this dead body in a picture. Which isn't really normal behaviour, and I'm not someone who says that we should shy away from what goes on in the media and all this kind of stuff. We shouldn't be shying away from stuff. However, um, I do think that it's people's choice if they want to uh, look away from it or not. That's a, that's a personal choice. And I remember, I don't know if I mentioned the last episode or not, because it was a few weeks ago, but I was scarred for so many years after reading, and well, my brother telling me a story about somebody putting a cat in a microwave. But anyway, so... um. So that was going on, and then it's, it's it, the, that couple of days he kept sort of putting pictures in the newspaper and this kind of, uh, from the newspaper up in the window. And then um, last Tuesday, he uh, was in the bathroom for ages. So, but, but I'll say he's maybe been in the coming to the shop about three weeks. But again, he's done nothing specifically wrong. He's just basically just been in the shop, um, talking about stuff really. And then my uh, one of my colleagues said, "Oh, he thinks that you're a devil worshiper." He said he's seen you doing rituals out the back. And uh, I went, well, that's that's a bit weird. Um, the thing about me is that I'm an atheist. I'm like a staunch atheist. And when I say I'm an atheist, I don't believe in luck. Like, I don't believe in the devil. I don't believe in God. I don't believe in luck. I don't believe in fate. I don't believe in other bits and pieces like that. Uh, I do believe in karma to an extent, but that's not the time or place for that. Basically, my as, a, as just a brief overview... I believe that if you're nice to people, that will be returned to you. Because if you're spreading out that sort of good energy to people, as in I'm being nice to people, they'll be inclined to be nice to other people as well. And then uh, if I'm nice to people, they'll be nice to me. And if I'm horrible to people, they'll be horrible to me. That's as a brief overview. Anyway, so, you know, I'm definitely not a devil worshipper. And uh, he said he's seen me chanting uh, and doing rituals, which is, again, mad. I mean, the closest I am to religion is probably Buddhism, but that does not include any chanting it basically meditation and um inward introspection and uh mindfulness so again uh that that's all nonsense so i didn't think much of it and then um he went like i say he went to the bathroom for ages on this tuesday i think it was actually during the uh we had the, like a minute silence for the people of uh the terrorist attack in london and uh, he came out and uh, he'd shaved half of his head. Like down the middle, straight down the middle. Half of it was completely shaved. The rest of it had hair on it. And at this point, I thought to myself, well, hang on. That really is not normal behavior. That is not the actions of a normal person. So there's obviously something wrong with this. I also want to just clarify this as well. I am saying not normal and mentally ill. I also have mental illness. I suffer from depression and I have anxiety and this kind of stuff. And I don't. I think that mental illness is something we should be talked about. However, this man clearly needs some some help. So anyway, so he uh, did that, and so like, okay, this is getting a bit weird now. And uh, so I thought, you know, maybe I should call somebody about this man because obviously he's got some sort of issue. So I rang up the uh, the the non emergency police. So I rang one hundred and one. I said, like, there's a man in here who keeps um, coming in. I'm sort of you know, concerned for his safety and this kind of stuff. And um, they came in, and uh, this was their actual reaction. I don't know what you've called us for. What do you want us to do? I went, well, he obviously needs help and, you know, this kind of stuff. And he's like, well, we can't do anything. I, I, was, I, can't, I, was, I can't arrest him for nothing. And uh, I basically told him about the, the saving half his head and um, saying I'm a devil worshipper and all this kind of stuff. And 
it was the weird thing about the, the picture of terrorists, dead terrorists in the newspaper and this kind of thing. And so, yeah, but there's nothing wrong with that. There are some characters out there. I went, okay. I said, I said, so what am I supposed to do then? I said, he's sort of bothering me a little bit now because of his, his behavior. Um, so what am I supposed to do about this? And they basically said, well, you have to, you have to basically ban him from the shop. And if he kicks off, call us again. I went, oh, okay. So you want me to basically prod him to do something to basically react so you can come and arrest him or ban him or whatever. And I was like, okay, I'm not so keen on that. Um, so I thought, well, that, that's, that's helpful, isn't it? So football file, maybe he will just move on and other bits and pieces, but he didn't. And, um, so fast forward about another week or two. Uh, I don't really know the sort of times because, like I say, he was just uh, keeps himself to himself, drinking his coffee, and uh, that's it, pretty much. So on uh, the Wednesday, I was just just uh, in my shop cleaning, as I do, mopping the floor and all that kind of stuff. And he walked past the shop and he sort of punched the window. Uh, it didn't break. But he's obviously in a, the thing was that what, the reason why this is uh, I took it personally was because I was standing behind it when he did it. So basically, if that shit, that that glass wasn't there, he'd be punching me. Okay. So straight away, I thought I'm not having this. That that is an actual aggression aimed at me. That was the actual physical aggression aimed at me. So I rang up the police again, and they're like, um, "I'm not sure why you're calling us for. Uh, I can book you an appointment for someone to come and speak to you about this." But Okay, so um, still not going to do anything about this then, no. So he's obviously now getting more and more hair up about me for whatever reason. Better mind, I always know about him that the only conversation I have with him is that he has cop- a cappuccino. My colleague has got this information that he thinks I'm a devil worshipper. So uh, I thought, well, fine, I'm going to have to just ban him for that. I mean, I'm, you know, he's, my staff are getting a little bit intimidated about him and all this kind of stuff, so I'm going to have to ban him. And uh, so I thought, okay, fine. So this is now Thursday. This is the Thursday just gone. It's now sat down recording this. So uh, Thursday morning, I was like, great. So I'm banning him today. I had the phone ready because I, I know I'm going to have to call the police because he is going to kick off. All right. So uh, about 9.25 on Thursday morning, he walks in. And, um, you know, because I, I, I feel scared. From I'm genuinely scared at this point, by the way. I'm genuinely scared that, you know, he's going to... Gets and get worse and worse, and so I need to sort of ban him from the shop before he just continues and all this kind of stuff. So nine twenty-five, he walks in. I said, "I said, uh, hey, uh, I'm not going to be serving you today because I've had a couple of complaints from customers. Um, I had, actually at this point, I actually have had a couple of complaints by customers about the, his smell, his basic, basic um, intimidating behaviour of him just sitting there with his music on a little bit loud in his headphones. He goes, how dare you speak to me like that? I said, I said, what do you mean? He goes, uh, I know about you. I'm even doing like rituals out there talking about my dead kids. And I was like, I was like, I, was like, I literally have no idea what you're talking about. And he goes, I've seen you in here me manipulating children. I know you've been doing rituals, uh, doing satanic things at the back. I've seen, you know, I've seen you, uh, putting chemicals in people's coffees. And I was like, I literally have no idea what you're talking about. This is, I said, I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, I don't know how dare you do this. He then started trying to like, uh, he basically tried to, he took a swing at our, some of our coffee making equipment, basically trying to knock loads of stuff onto the floor. And, uh, he's just basically running and raving, accusing me of all kinds of stuff. Um, and I was like, okay, uh, so, okay, so, so what are you can do? I said, I'm, I'm going to call the police. He goes, yeah, you call the police, then you'll see what will happen. Right? So I thought, okay, so he's now threatened me and now, so he's threatened me aggressively. He's shouting and he's basically trying to, 
you know, cause actual damage to my store now. So I call the police, and uh, he basically storms out um, with all of his stuff. And um, so I'm on the phone to the police saying, like, you know, there's, I've had an aggressive man in my store. They asked me for his description, gave his description, blah de blah de blah And I said, they're going to go look for him first, and then they'll come and speak to me afterwards. And um, so, you know, bear in mind, I've, that is the third time ever I've called the police in my entire life. The third time I've called the police, right? The third time. So, a little bit later on, about maybe half an hour passes by and the police uh, come in and they basically said, uh, so what actually happened then? And I said, well, he came in here, I uh, said I had a few customer complaints and yada, yada, yada. I basically told him what happened. And uh, I said, he also threatened me by saying, you know, you, you know you'll see what will happen. And they went, well, that's not really a threat, is it? I said, I said, what, what do you mean that's not a threat? I said, well, you know, well, he could say, you know, that, you know, him saying that could mean that he'd write a paper to the news, write the newspaper and say, they you know, give us like he had really bad customer service. I was like, I went, okay, so you're not that's not a, that's not a threat because he didn't say specifically what he's going to do. That's not really a threat. I went, okay, so he's, you don't see that as a threat. I said, he also tried to, um, you know, knock things over on the, you know, he was shouting and ranting and raving. You know, this 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 guy shaved half of his head. He accused me of to my face of uh, doing satanic rituals and putting chemicals that's you know that that you're ignoring all of that i said well he is we are aware of him we, we know we know he where he sleeps in the, the dog park and that which also like to say is illegal he should not be there um i said he's mentally unbalanced and i said i said i don't want to sort of be like the worst case scenario here but i said no no please do i said i said i don't want him Sort of you know, snapping one day, you know. He, so he's he's sleeping near a college. It's going to take a few, some kids to you know start taunting him or making fun of him, or whatever. He's going he's to go nuts at them, you know. I said I've seen him, you know, ranting and raving at nobody in the middle of the road, like as he's crossing the road and all this kind of stuff. And they don't, they literally didn't care. They 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 don't care about what I'm going through. And uh, so they say, you know, we'll, we'll we'll speak to him. So he say he's not allowed to come into the coffee shop anymore and all this kind of stuff and um so i went okay fine and i said well if he doesn't end again uh if he comes in again and refuses to so if he comes in again and refuses to leave so he's allowed to come in right but if he refuses to leave then i can call them again and i said well i'm worried in case he's going to wait for me outside of work he says well there's nothing there's nothing illegal about him standing outside there's nothing illegal about him talking to me i went are you? I was like, I was, I was actually getting annoyed at this point. So they're literally saying that there's nothing they're going to do about this man, even though they know uh, and know about him and they know his name and his his situation and this kind of stuff. I was like, okay, so um, you know, in my head, I'm thinking, so they're basically following this man. They're basically keeping like tabs on this man, um, but they're doing nothing about him because you know he's threatening, he's aggressive, but they're doing nothing about it. Like you don't follow a man who's doing nothing. And and I, was, I just can't believe it. So, well, obviously, he's on drugs and he's mentally ill, but they're doing nothing about this man. So they, they left, and I thought, well, maybe they're going to speak to him, and there's a high possibility they're going to move him on now because that's, that's what it's going to take, and, you know, blah de blah So then two hours pass. Obviously, they've spoken to him at this point. Two hours have passed, yeah? And he opens my door of my coffee shop. There's a queue of people there. And he said, he shouts very loudly in front of all my customers as I'm standing there at the till, watch out for him, he's a dirty paedophile. 
Now, I'm not going to dignify that with a response. He's now come into my shop and told all of my customers that allegedly that I'm an alleged paedophile. Now, there are many things that you can say about people. There are two things that will stick. If you call somebody a rapist or call them a paedophile, generally that's going to cause a bit of an issue. Now, my concern was is that if he's telling everybody now that, uh, that the man- manager of this coffee shop is one of those, that um, if he tells the wrong people that, it's going to affect me genuinely. And the police don't actually care. The, th- the threatening behaviour and all this kind of stuff, the fact that he keeps walking past my, my store now, backwards and forwards, glaring at me through the window. In fact, to the point now where I feel so unsafe, this is genuinely true, I now ring my wife as I'm now leaving my workplace so that if anything does happen, she can call the police and so she's as a witness on the phone. And I'm walking to work and from work, I'm literally looking around all the time in case he's going to jump out at me or he's wank for me or something like that, right? I'm very nervous about doing my bank run at work because I don't want him to uh, attack me or you know come after me in the street. I was nervous about catching a bus for being too, basically just waiting too long around the road where I, you know, where I'm catching the bus in case he's going to come out after me, right? And I've, I've now heard that he's in the local supermarket cafe now, so I can't go in there for my groceries. And the police are doing nothing about this. The police think it's okay for me, a law-abiding citizen, to be scared in my own town. It's absolutely disgusting. And it, what's most frustrating about this, like I said, I have no... I, ne- I didn't have any issues with the police. Oh, I mean, I've, I've, my, my, my police record is completely clean. It's, I'm literally not on their radar. I'm literally nothing to do with the police at all, right? And, um, you know, so the, the next day, this must have been the, the Friday, um, a policewoman comes in and said, oh, has your gentleman been in? And I was like, my gentleman, you actually been in? I said, I've not seen him today at all. And I said, well, I've heard that he might be down the, down the seafront, you know, apparently he's down there, or he might be in Morrison's. And this is her reaction. She said... I don't want to spend my day chasing after him. I'll have, you know, if I see him, I see him. I went, okay, so you literally don't care. He walked past later on in the day, right? Um, today he's been walking backwards and forwards in front of my store, glaring at me. And it's like, I can't believe nothing is being done about this. Literally nothing is being done. He's, I, I don't care what anybody says. Him saying to me, you'll see what will happen. That's a threat. Him accusing me of being a paedophile, that's slander, that's defamation of character. Him saying I'm putting chemicals in people's coffees and jumping in, it's like, okay, so this is actually ridiculous. Um, one of the things that used to really bug me um, was when people used to slag off the police. They say, oh, the police are useless. You know, they're all this, that and the other. And they're basically useless and they pick on certain people. Uh, and it's like, well, that's true. I mean, you hear about... Um, policemen stopping teenagers uh, because of their race because they think they're going to be like carrying weapons or uh, they're going to have drugs on them or whatever. Yeah, there's this man who they are keeping tabs on, who clearly has some sort of mental illness or is or and also on drugs because I've heard a couple of customers who were there that morning say I've seen him gouging out on drugs in front of a school. I've seen him in Morrison's shouting at stuff. Uh, basically all this kind of stuff, and they are going to stop, if they stopped and searched him, I'm pretty sure they're going to find a weapon, or drug paraphernalia, or drugs, or anything like that, but they're not doing it, and they're absolutely useless, I'm not saying this, my respect for the police is at an all-time low at the minute, in fact, I say I have no respect for them, because they're literally doing nothing to help me, I actually felt like saying to them, 
I was in the ring and I was like, you know, you better uh, sort this guy out because otherwise you'll see what will happen. And I'm, I can guarantee if I said that to a policeman, they'd see that as a threat. And I was guarantee they saw that as a threat. I can guarantee it. So basically, basically the takeaway from this is, is that you can uh, accuse people of heinous things, you can shout, you can be aggressive at people, and it doesn't matter. The police do absolutely nothing about it. Um, if the guy was drunk, completely different story. I mean, this guy needs help. He needs medical attention. He needs to be sectioned. He needs to be assessed. He needs help. Because even as adult social services, they need this man to help him because he's sleeping in a dog park in a tent because the government are after him. And that's not good for his mental well-being. And like I say, I've had a really shitty week because I've had this going on and I'm looking around. I've had to work six days in a row and this is just, I've had enough. And honestly, I'm just gobsmacked at the lack of professional, um, professionality of the, the my local police is actually is genuinely disgusting. I spoke to the Citizen Advice Bureau about this and they said, are you actually being serious that nothing is being done? No, they're doing nothing about this. They're doing literally nothing about it. The point where they've actually said to me that I should maybe test the Independent Police Commission because that is absolutely disgusting that a law-abiding citizen is now scared to go into his own town even though he has done absolutely nothing to this man, he's done nothing wrong, he's literally, there's, it's all made up and fabricated in this man's mind, yet I now feel unsafe in my own town, and they're doing nothing about it. I feel I am alarmed and distressed, and they want to do nothing about it. So well done, Norfolk Police, for that. Seriously. It's great arm of police, why, why are you even there for? You're doing nothing. Honestly, it's... Ugh. Well, I'm glad I've recorded this, so I don't have to speak about it anymore, and I send people to this, because I'm just... Dab, that's it. The fact that it's taking me 22 minutes to explain everything that's been going on about my awful week, so... Yeah. Thank you for listening, uh, and uh, goodbye.